Ooh, you are listening to Keith Price's Curtain Call. We've been sitting there for 14 hours when we pull out the Grey Goose. And Kevin and I were kind of hiding it because, because well, we didn't want to share it. Anyway, this woman, this hot mess behind us, kept completely freaking out. I don't understand why they can't let us off. I mean, just to stretch our legs? I mean, really? I need to get some air. Oh my god, I need to get off this plane! And my boyfriend Kevin, we're both named Kevin, it was cute for a while. Anyway, Kevin was not dealing with it well. I'm going to kill her. Excuse me? I would like to get off the plane. I am claustrophobic! Excuse me, would you like some Xanax? Because you are freaking out, and it is freaking me out, and we are all freaking the fuck out! Open the airplane doors! This is Keith Price, and welcome back to another episode of Keith Price's Curtain Call. And, you know, sometimes when you stalk <laughs> in a respectful way, because you, some of you stalkers don't know how to be respectful. You could, you could get more out of the people you stalk if you were just a little more respectful. <laughs> and I'm so excited because, as some of you know... You know, I like to go out to the theater from time to time and see a show or two or three, you know, if I'm very lucky. And about two weeks ago, I got to see the latest, I guess it's kind of like one of the first new musicals since in in the new year, going into this last rush of, you know, because everybody's going to start, honey, everybody on Broadway is about to start dropping their draws for every show because <laughs> the Tonys are coming, the nominations are coming, and this is that time when everything now starts to open. And it's really fabulous because, you know, it's, it's fabulous because it's nice to see everything there, but then it's like, for someone like me, it's like, am I even on a list to get to see any of this because I have to fight so hard? Because <laughs> you're just a podcast. You're not on the big radio like you used to be. But whatever, I've learned to live. But I'm telling you, this show, Come From Away, is going to be, I think, like a little bit of a dark horse. That's what my friend and I who saw the show together, I said, you know, because everyone right now, I know you kids, the kids, are, you know how the kids are. I know how they the kids did, are. They did the rent thing, you know, <laughs> they live for rent, and then they get real insane. Well, I was one of the rent kids, see? so I, I do know how you they are. You see how they do? <laughs> and now, you know, between, after Hamilton, I think that was the last big, you know, where the kids are all up in it. And Dear Evan Hansen was the new one, and I was just like, oh, poor Come From Away is going to get messed over, and no one's going to pay attention. And it was like, I'm excited because I want to see it. And then, y'all, I sat down, <laughs> and my next guest, I was feeling him already because, you know, I was already a fan. Cesar, can I call you Cesar? You could call me Cesar. Cesar Samaoya. 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 Samayoa. Samaoya. Samayoa. Samayoa. See. Oh my gosh. I'm gonna kill this man's <laughs> name. It's it's a good thing because Samo Samoa. Samoa Samoya. See, okay, I wanna say Samoya. Take it slow. I can't. It's, I can't. This is embarrassing. Samayoa. Cesar Samaoya. Samoa. So I see. I can't. But I'm gonna you know what though? I hope that it's it's you know that that's with love. I, that do I can't know. get it. You I know I loves me some you, Cesar because Let me tell you something. <laughs> Talk to me. Oh to my me. god, Papi. Let me see. Okay, first of all, I have I have to admit that I was in love with you when I first saw you in Sister Act. Oh, 
many, many years ago with uh, the diva Miss Patina Miller. Oh, Miss Patina Miller. Oh, my we God. We had a blast doing oh. that show. It was such joy every night doing that show and hearing these women, I mean, belt, belt to the rafters. Can, I have never. <laughs> I, I had this moment just last week. After seeing this show, actually, after seeing your show, and I was with my friend, and we were coming past the theater for Hello, Dolly, and Jerry Zaks walked out. Yeah. And of course, I I didn't realize that my friend knew Jerry Zaks, and so I was just kind of standing there going, y'all, oh my, what? <laughs> That's Jerry. Oh. That's Jerry and it's Zaks. Like, exactly. And I'm standing there, and I'm like, kind of like trying to pull it together, and then finally I just looked at him, and I was just like, I just have to tell you. <laughs> That it's an honor to even have this moment with you. This is as he's coming out of the theater for Hello Dolly when they just supposedly had a, a rehearsal or something. Oh and you know, it's like Bette Midler's on the other side of the door and I'm trying not to look. And he says, and I say to him, it's like, I, it was such a, a, a pleasure and an honor. It's like, but you were responsible for me having one of my favorite personal theme songs. And he goes, what do you mean? What song? And I said, fabulous baby and he just went that's a good one I was like ooh and then now I'm sitting with somebody who got to listen to that song every night come out of that mouth I and love also that. working with Jerry. I mean, come on! I, I, man. When I was this little musical theater obsessed guy, I, I saw his revival of Guys and Dolls, and it changed my life. <sighs> it changed my life. And then wow. years later, to be in an audition room with Jerry Zachs, and during my final callback, he said, "You know, I want you to throw that script on the floor and just improv in Spanish with me." And I got to do that with Jerry Zachs for about fifteen twenty minutes. Mm. Whoopi Goldberg in the room. Uh, you know, Douglas Carter being all our producers, <laughs> improving in Spanish wow. with Jerry Zachs and then being and is, cast. And, in and show. does Jerry Zachs actually speak Spanish too? No, so? which was oh. where all the comedy came from. So. <laughs> <laughs> it was a blast. Cesar Samayoa. Samao, Samo. See, I have it in my head and I keep reading it and I have to take it out. Okay. I know. I'm going to get it. Just say every, every letter and I'm you gonna, get it right. I'm going to say it this way. Cesar. <laughs> because after his performance and Come From Away, if he doesn't walk away becoming a one-name diva, I don't know if if you people are even getting the life that this queen gives me <laughs> on this stage. Oh In addition to every other character that you play, because the beautiful part about Come From Away is that the show has a really nice, wonderful core of people that, you know, and then he's working with that hunky Chad Kimball. Stop. <laughs> um, we share dressing rooms. Oh, um, <laughs> Why are you telling me stuff like that, Cesar, man? <laughs> God. So this is the thing, though. So you are this actor who has kind of, for many people, been a little bit under the radar. Mm -hmm. And I mean, and not in a negative, shady way. I mean, no, so it's no, like no. there are a lot of people here and you're working, which is a wonderful thing. Um, and you... You get this wonderful moment in this 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 piece because I mean you like I said you were with Jerry Zaxon and doing that we we have a mutual person I can say that I worked with two Alex Timbers oh my gosh he's and you worked with him twice friend. I've worked with him a bunch of times I've been trying right. to get him to come here it's like I keep saying to him dude you're the reason I actually have an equity card like <laughs> I can I give you any more freaking homage dude like what do you want from me um, but he's you know, you're you're in this mix and Jerry Zaks and Alex Timbers. It's like, is this what you pictured this was gonna be like when you 
you know, took that first audition however many years ago. Oh, my gosh. I, I had no idea what this was going to be like. I knew I had to do it. I knew I had to be an actor and be a part of this yeah. uh, community here. But I had no idea. I, I would have never known that we would be, I would be performing on a Broadway stage in a show like Come From Away Man. all those years later where it feels like, you know, every job that I took, I, I was a big downtown theater guy. Yeah. Lots of uh, theater companies that I've been a part of. Uh, I feel like all those jobs and all those people that I met, like Alex Timbers, who also started downtown, um, have kind of led up to this moment of come from away where I get to do all the kind of multi-character work that I've been doing my whole life. And all of a sudden I get to do it on Broadway. It's just, it's unbelievable to me that this is where my life is taking me. That's amazing. Cesar. (laughs) Because I'm not going to butcher his last name because I thought I was fierce for all of these years. So fierce. I was. Oh, Cesar Zamoya is my friend in my head. Been saying his name wrong for, I don't know, what, seven years now? How long has it been since Sister Act saying your name wrong? God help me. Anyway. You hear what I hear with this name. Thank you, Mom and Dad and my ancestors for for Samayoa for that beautiful last name. But man, is it hard in the entertainment industry to have a name like Caesar Samayoa. It's like, and again, you know, for me, you know, not paying attention. I was in my zone. But that's all right. That's all right, because Cesar loves me too, all right? So here you are now, this this wonderful character. You get to play several characters in this piece. And one of the characters, and I was talking to my friend um, Ken, Broadway Addicted 1963 over on the Instagram. <laughs> we were having this conversation about um, the different characters that you play. And it's very interesting because this piece takes place, you know, during the 9-11 madness and it was what was happening outside of New York. So for most of us who were in New York at the time, we were so in our zone trying to figure out what we were going to do yeah. that the concept and the thought of whatever happened in this little town would was not even on our blip and radar. Did not even cross our minds. I was here too. And and let me tell you, my focus was New York City. And then we yeah. played Washington, D.C. as well. And I didn't know the full story of D.C. either. So, With the know, Pentagon part. Yes. yes. I'm a New Yorker, and this is where my mind was at. Yeah, I don't care about none of y'all. <laughs> y'all, you know, we are the trendsetters. This is <laughs> like, I'm just saying. But, you know, but it was it was, it was was fascinating because, like, the, the piece talked about this, I want to say this, this um, unconditional kindness that... I always attribute to Canadians for some reason, yes. you know, because some of my favorite friends is, you know, <laughs> Montreal, how you doing? Anyway, so the <laughs> no <laughs> scandal, scandalous, and I'm single again, so scandal. Um, but what I loved is is that it showed that in a play in a time when it didn't seem to to exist for that, you know, it's, certainly it wasn't on our radar here about. Right. Somebody, you know, people literally giving up their homes, their food, their everything that they can to help people from around the world that they have no idea. Complete strangers. Complete strangers. How does that make you feel when you you take part in that kind of joy? Because that's joyful you know, to me. Being able to tell this kind of story that, you know, basically our story says that people are innately good and that mm-hmm. we want to help each other. And man, is this the perfect time to tell that story. Oof. And what's so amazing is we we had the honor of doing this show like in a concert version in Gander where this show actually takes place for 5,000 people, which is basically the whole town. Wow. So we're performing this show for the people that we actually portray on stage. And 
it was unbelievable, but the overwhelming notion was like, I, I, I still don't understand what the big deal is because this is how we treat each other. We help each other out. This is how we're supposed uh, to treat each other. This is how other. we are supposed to treat each other and, uh, and how we will continue to treat each other. And uh, it's, it's quite humbling to, to realize that and also inspiring to, to, to know that that exists in the world in such a strong force. It's fantastic. We're talking about Come From Away, a new musical <laughs> here on Broadway that um, for some people, you know, if you are following the online social media stuff, you're starting to see a lot of people coming out about their love of the show that I think, like me, didn't expect that because I, you know, I read about it, I heard about it, I, you know, I knew it was in D.C., I knew when it was in Toronto, I knew it was coming here, um, and I was just like, well, you know, I'll wait and see when it happens, and wow, <laughs> it was like, <laughs> it was like, oh, man, that's what musical theater can really do for somebody if you are in the right place to be open to everything of it. Mm-hmm. It's the most amazing thing. I I laugh. I feel like I have to talk to so many of your cast members because individually, you guys all have moments of really great comedy and then really great sadness. It's it's being on stage with this cast. Um, I, it's amazing. We all have these moments where we get to shine mm-hmm. and and kind of be in the spotlight. And then the overwhelming amount of moments in the show is the rest of the cast supporting yeah. the person who's in the spotlight. Yeah. We are truly an ensemble. Yeah. And I love watching my cast members. I mean, like, go for it every single night. All right, I'm going to talk about one of your other cast members. Because, <laughs> um, you know, Jen Colella. Oh, it's Jen. Can we just take a moment... <laughs> Yes. Because I'm going to say it because I can say it like that because she will when she hears me say what I'm going to say yes. and you hear how it comes out of my mouth, you know what I'm talking about. I fucking love that bitch. Oh, my God. Damn, too, girl. And so does the rest of the world, and rightly Ooh. so. Like, rightly if I do so. not end my treadmill with... Um, when it all falls down from Chaplin, exactly. I'm not living my day. Exactly. What? And you should see her backstage. I mean, talk about, you know, a cast leader. Like, she mm-hmm. has our backs. Yeah. We all have each other's backs, but she has our backs. She is She is um, something else. She's a, a force. Loves me so... Oh, man. But that whole cast, and it was fun for me meeting new people in the cast like uh, Rodney Hicks. Yes. Yes. Him. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> they helped me. They helped me put. They, they helped me steal. They lo- they grills. I don't understand. <laughs> what is happening? It's like I didn't know what to do because they was just being so nice. And I sat there and I thought about it. I was like, I remember the first time I went to Canada as a black man, walking through the streets of Montreal, and people were being friendly. I was like, what is that? And then let's not talk about how hot some of the men's are. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is not about me. This is about Cesar. Uh, Samaoya. Uh, Samaoya. 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 Oh, Lord I, have mercy. <laughs> it's the moi. I got the moi. I want to make the moi sound. I'm sorry. Yeah, there is no moi sound. There's no it, moi there's sound. There's yo, yo sound. Yo sound. I'm so embarrassed. My Honduran family is like rolling in their graves. Like, okay. You can't even roll with tongues. Yes. Well, not for conversation. Ow! Um, so... <laughs> they didn't... Did Lisa not tell you? She did not tell you? Oh, yes, yeah, she did. I'm uh, loving every minute of it. Because, again, you know... 
one of the things about this this wonderful, wonderfully talented man that's sitting in front of me is like I loved the, the fact that you have such a wonderful range of stuff in your past. Like I loved the Love's Labor's Lost that we were talking about earlier. Like, you know, I, I was looking online and I saw on your website the the Carmen. Oh, my gosh. The Afro jazz Cuban. Afro Cuban like, Latin jazz. Where the hell was I? It, I mean, I... I I Where hope was this I? keeps going. Uh, Moises Kaufman uh, directed and also came up with the whole concept of it. Arturo Farrell was now on his, what, third, fourth Latin Grammy. Uh-huh. Uh, did all the music. We're taking the Bizet melody lines from the opera and making it Afro-Cuban Latin jazz, setting it in Cuba in the 1950s. It is uh, so thrilling mm. to hear this kind of music being done on stage and uh you know it's it's been in development and i hope we keep developing it because it is it gives me goosebumps every time i get to sing I, that music so again you know i i love you in the come from away don't <laughs> just let's, let's not because i don't want you know your publicist and them to get bad to pretend we ain't talking about because <laughs> this show is the bomb well, I shouldn't say that. This show is really good. Yeah, it's really know, good. It's really good. Um, and it's it's a wonderful, wonderful ensemble of people. And it's great, like I said, for me um, to discover some new faces and new names that I probably should have already known, but it's nice to see them in a new context mm-hmm. if I did know them before. Like with you, that was kind of it's, – it's nice to know that I got to see you have a full range of action. And like my friend Ken and I, we were talking from uh, – my friend from Instagram, we were saying about the the Muslim character that you wind up having to play in Ali, this mix, yeah. Ali, and how it's interesting to probably listen to the reactions of the audience mm. through some of his more more painful realizations. I guess it's uh, I mean it is dead silent in that theater yeah. when when we go through some of his scenes because it's it's hard stuff and it's truthful stuff. It's stuff that 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 is happening in our society. Um, I know I, I just so many props to our writers and our team for putting this part of the story uh, into Come From Away, uh, being a, a Muslim man uh, right during that time, how right. how his life completely changed. I was in Washington, D.C., and after a, a performance, this young woman came up to me and she said, uh, you know, I'm, I'm Muslim, and... Uh, I was a little kid when all of this happened, and I never realized how much my parents' lives changed on wow. that day. I thought that being taken out of lines at airports was just an everyday thing because that's the way my parents protected wow. me. And um, and she brought her parents back to the show where we just kind of, in a very simple way, just show this man's struggles during that time. Man, yeah. see? And, and again, it's the beauty of the art. You know, it's like... Being able to to say a, an entire lifetime of emotion that that young woman was feeling mm-hmm. in in a few scenes in a, in a piece and finally have an understanding that she didn't have before. Yeah. That is what I think is the power of what you do with the show, Come From Away. I think that's the power of theater in general. That's like, you know, my new thing is is almost every conversation that I've had with, with other theater personalities like yourself, um, it's about using the art now to be activists. That's, that's and, exactly and right. It's like you've not only – it's not that you are an agent of change now. It's like you have to become now a super agent of change. Like we have to get all 007, MI6-ish mm-hmm. with – 
you know, how we're going to try to combat a lot of the craziness that is being thrown at us is, you know, as gay people, as as just, you know, folks of color, you know, as with the last name that I'm going to damn, I'm going to get your last name before we get out of here. <laughs> um, but, but, but it's so wonderful to see that that's what not only this piece is doing, but like the work that you get to do helps shine a light on stuff that people may not have thought about. I mean, isn't it interesting and, and wonderful that the way this show chooses to to change the world, you know, mm-hmm. in its own little way, is just by showing that people are good and that we care about we each care other. other. And that's it. That's all we're doing. We're just showing this tiny little community and how it reacted to a ton of people that were in need uh, during a very hard part of our history. And... Um, they just open their doors and their hearts, and that's all we're doing. I tell you though, man, this is this piece is going to be. Um, I, I hope this is it's it's not going to be ignored because I know that sometimes you know we, the outside world media when they decide that they're going to make something, they're going to anoint something as the mm-hmm. new whatever. You know that kind of then takes a little bit of the light off of everything else that's around, yeah. and I hope that that you know God bless dear Evan Hansen because I'm not mad at this show because I was I sit, I sitting around them other ch- them teenage girls just mm-hmm. blubbering right next to them going I don't know I'm <laughs> crying I ain't supposed to be crying so I know I know yeah. I get their power I'm Yo, not taking yeah. any of that away from them but I also know too for me you know the one beautiful thing about the art is that it it has to respond it has to kind of really connect in a place for us even a little bit further. I mean, like I said, I, I empathize with every teen girl in that room that was crying yeah. over that delicious little Ben Platt. I was crying too. Oh my, me too. Arm. I was a mess. Right? I was a mess. You know, and but there's something about the way that I felt when I left this show that was remarkably different and I loved the fact that I had the cast recording already in my iPod. <laughs> so when I walked out of the theater, I got to instantly relive the moment that turned me in musical theater forever. Uh. <laughs> with the, Samaoya. Samaoya, almost. S- almost, Samaoya. 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 Cesar. Cesar. <laughs> We're dancing. Oh, my God. So, you know, thank you for spending some time just being ridiculous. With oh, my <laughs> letting God. Letting me be I ridiculous. And, and for doing such fantastic work and allowing me to fanboy a little bit on you. And at the same time, you know, I understand what it is that you're doing out there every night, eight shows a week, and how it's important that you get to do stuff that you also really feel, feel. Like there's, I mean, you know, rent is always due. Yes. <laughs> Let us all not forget. And sometimes, you know, there's a song we may have to sing that we ain't all that excited about, <laughs> but a bitch will get up there and turn it out if they have to. But it's really also wonderful to see uh, performers getting to do stuff that, like, you know, at least from someone like me who feels I'm a bit more of a participant observer. Like, I can see on the faces of every person that's on stage, y'all are living for every scene change. And I'm telling you, y'all, it's like, if you get to remember a a good production of Dreamgirls when you just see people just zipping in and out and things coming (laughs) off and they're in sequins one minute and they're in a gown. It's like, that's what that feels like because there's so much change that's happening. And what's so great is that you don't, as a an audience member, you don't have a problem following each and every story. 
And that's that I think awesome. is the writing. That's awesome. I mean, it's the David and Irene. Oh my gosh, that's the writing. They have given us just gold with that's this, fantastic. and the joy and the laughter that is part of this show. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have people rolling in the aisles yeah. in one second, and then and then moments later, they're really moved yeah. by something else. Yeah. and and that's just from beautiful, simple human writing. Uh, I mean, I, I can't. And, tell you, you know what? And simple <laughs> staging. When yes. you think about, you know, the giant sets that are probably going to be rolling through New York circa 1920 and Hello Dolly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which we want to see too. Hello. Oh, I definitely want to see. Are I, you we ain't throwing me? no shade. We ain't throwing shade, <laughs> honey. <Ben> Midler. What? <laughs> Come, did you like have the gay gasp when it was even announced that she was going to do it like two years ago? Like, <gasps> what? <laughs> I think I went, oh. <laughs> Fell out. She's coming back. No. <laughs> oh my god. Oh but my god. It's so great though. But how fabulous for you to be a part of the community that gets to be all up in that in, oh, a, in a wonderful way. This season is so thrilling. It's crazy. We have such good work all over Broadway, and there's not many seasons that have that. And no one show is dominating. It's just one after the other. That's so exciting. You're the block that um, the Schoenfeld's on. It's 45th, no, 46th. 45th, 45th. And if you walk down 45th Street and just take a moment to stand like right at the end of the block and just look, you will see that all the way down that street from 7th Avenue, or no, from 8th Avenue to Broadway, every show is brand new. Brand new and exciting. There's some plays down there that are going to be opening later. There, There's what the Comet is on one corner. Dear Evan Hansen. Dear Evan Hansen's on the other across the street. Yeah. Um, there's you guys. I mean, a bandstand is coming. Yeah, they just right actually just announced it. Yeah, so yeah. it's like there is so much popping on Broadway <sighs> that's fresh and new, and it's so exciting to – to kind of get into that zone so that we can start what I guess will be the next 25-year golden whatever exactly of, Holly, right. of, of Broadway. Because this is that time frame now that something like Come From Away can certainly become. Well, I get to open now. up my, my dressing room window and it overlooks the whole street. And, and I get goosebumps thinking like, my gosh, like I'm, I'm here in the middle of what feels like such an exciting time mm-hmm. for, for theater you know, for theater on Broadway. And I can't believe that I'm a part of it. And there you are. There you are. I, it's, we have to have another conversation because, I'm, I, you know, I know we're supposed to talk about Come From Away and everything. And again, like I said, go see, come to New York, make your plans, do your thing. But, like, I, I need to know more about where you're from. Absolutely. I need to know, like, how you – and, of course, someone would say who, you know, some of the people on the internet that know how to do what we do yeah. will probably say, you should have asked him those questions earlier. And I was like, <laughs> you know what? You're right. I probably should have. But here's the deal. You know, those are things you can read about if mm-hmm. you really are that deep and full. And it's great to talk to him and get those things out of him. But when you have a very limited amount of time and you have – you know, a specific thing that you need to make sure that you cover, you just kind of make sure you do that. But you, Queen, we're going to have to have coffee. We will have, we will have we need coffee. To, we I will need to do come do again. like a stage door moment where I can like <laughs> walk past stage door where all the people are standing out there trying to like get their moment. And I can say, I, Bobby, and then walk around the thing so they can say, I'm going to be hanging out with him later, but you go ahead. <laughs> I'm just going to sign. I'm going to go talk to Chad. 
me and Jen are going to have a moment in the back. Because that's what I want. That's what I want if the people are listening. Um, but I love, I love that your show has had such this wonderful power that's, that's really, you know, I need to see more of this and I need to see more shows like this. And I'm really thrilled that I get to talk to you and I get to talk to hopefully more people from your show. Um, Jen Colella, girl. <laughs> you, girl. Just just so I can sit. I, if you could just on repeat just sing that damn falls down me, song for me, I will live. <laughs> I would be like living in heaven every day. Like, uh, let's talk about her song in the show. Me holy the sky, okay? shish <laughs> Man, just ooh, the pilot. I just girl. I'm, and again, you know, and there are other other great performances too. That's the thing. That's what's so great about this show. And what I so, love about it is that every audience member has someone they could latch on to. Yeah, and you see it. You just see it. Everyone has their person. Mm-hmm. Like I totally get your story. Yes. I totally get your side. I love that. that. I love it. All right, so we gotta. I gotta get moving. But Cesar. Samayoya, Samayoa, Samayoa, Samayoa. Look at that! By the end, Samayoa. Ay, Dios mío! I can't believe I got that right. Cesar Samayoa. Ay, Dios mío! Ow! It happened. Oh my God! Oh my God! So again, you know, come see Cesar. Uh, go to his website. Um, come, come from away. Go back and get some of his other stuff. Uh, Catch you some Jacanetta over on uh, the Love Labor's Laws. Love Labor's Laws. <laughs> Come on. Sister Act, shut up. Come on. Come on. This guy's doing it. And again, doing it eight shows a week. The dream, yeah? No, this is more than the dream. Oh, my God. Thank you so much, Cesaro. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, Keith. Thank this you. is awesome. And Thank we you. will be back. For more podcasts, go to Keith Price's Curtain Call on iTunes, SoundCloud, MixCloud, and coming soon, Google Play.